Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go around the league with Clarkie's Rugby League column to have a look at some of the news stories from the past 24 hours. A bit to get into here, looking forward to some of these stories. Make sure you're following Clarkie's Rugby League column on all of your social media platforms. He'll be putting the news out there for you each and every day. Our first one around the league, Johnny Bateman. The former Raiders back rower has told Elliot Whitehead to tell the media he's keen to return to the NRL. Other rumors suggest the Tigers are interested in signing him. So obviously, Johnny Bateman, he left the Canberra Raiders, what was it, the year before last year, end of 2020, I think it was, uh, to go back to England. Obviously, COVID had really fucked everything up. He had a young daughter. Um, I think she was about 12 at that point. She's probably got a little bit older since then. If it wasn't for COVID, um, the room, oh, as the story goes, he would have stayed here in Australia. So an interesting one there. Obviously, things have changed now. And the side of the story that I heard was that Elliot Whitehead was at a top eight media day for the NRL finals and John Bateman asked him to mention uh, that he had unfinished business when he was at the media. So really interesting one there. I think the Canberra Raiders, uh, obviously they're losing Adam Elliott. So it'd be fantastic to see them bring Johnny Bateman back. I would love to see him return to that Raiders side, but I'd love to see him return to the NRL in general. Uh, the West Tigers is an interesting one. I'm not sure if I was Johnny Bateman, if uh, they'd be my number one place to land, but um, obviously Timmy Sheens, he's had, he's done a bit of coaching over there in England. I, I don't know if there's been a relationship between those two in the past, but I know that Jackson Hastings and John Bateman, they've obviously played together. So there is a bit of a relationship there. So would be an interesting little get. I'd love to see Johnny Bateman back in the NRL. I respected him so much as a player and uh, he might be the sort of guy that a team like the West Tigers need. I still think they're, I, th- I think Jackson Hastings was a really good signing as far as attitude goes, but Johnny Bateman, he could be, and I'm not saying he is as good or anything like that, don't get me wrong, but he's a sort of player that could potentially play a bit of like a Ben Kennedy sort of role like he did at the Manly Seagulls years ago, a bit like Dale Finucane's done at the Cronulla Sharks. He could just turn the attitude around. Uh, I think it would take a lot to turn everything around at the West Tigers there, but Johnny Bateman, he's a sort of forward that could have that impact. Gareth Ellis was very similar as well. 
Uh, I wish he would have stayed longer. I reckon if Gareth Ellis would have played out his career at the West Tigers, I think they'd be a little bit of a different franchise, to be honest with you. So an interesting one there. Hopefully we do see Bateman return. I'm not convinced it will be at the West Tigers if he does, though. Jack Murchie was announced the other day. There's a heap of players leaving the New Zealand Warriors. I think there's 14 players departing the Warriors, which is pretty crazy. But Jack Murchie, the Dragons are reportedly set to offer Murchie a deal from 2023 onwards. I think he'd be a great depth guy. I think the St. George Illawarra Dragons, they're not struggling with depth when it comes to their forward pack in particular. Do they need Murchie? Probably not. But uh, if no one else is going to sign him, I think it's a good little get to have. I think that he could develop into one of their better back rowers. Josh McGuire, he's obviously leaving. A few other guys departing as well. So I wouldn't mind the signing. I don't think that any team is worse off for having Jack Murchie in their side. I don't think he's a premier back rower by any means. Uh, but I think he's a really great depth guy to have in your side. I'm a little bit surprised the Warriors are letting him go, considering Eli Katoa's leaving and Ewan Aitken's leaving as well. It's an interesting one. Our next one, Joe Offahengawi. The Tigers have officially re-signed Joe O until the end of 2025. Good little re-signing here for the West Tigers. I think this year has been an absolute shit show. Uh, I think Joe O has probably been their best player over all the weeks. Adam Dewey's obviously been a shining light. Jackson Hastings has been great in periods. Uh, but Joe O... He's just working his dick off over there. Uh, I quite often look at Joe O and I watch him and I wonder if he is, you know, the best fit for this team at, at different points. I know, like, he's just... But you, you can't not respect the work that he's put in there and the, he seems to be the hardest working forward on that field. James Tamo won't be there next year, so Joe is going to be even more important, especially, like, we, we were talking about him a lot from a super coach point of view. The stats he was putting up and everything were fucking incredible. Uh, and I sometimes I feel like he sort of overplays his hand a little bit or he gets involved a little bit too much, but in this team, he's probably forced to, to be perfectly honest with you. So I like this one by the West Tigers, re-signing him. I don't think they would have paid huge overs for Joe O, um, but I think it's pretty obvious he's one of the best forwards in the West Tigers, or probably the best forward at the West Tigers. Isaiah Papali will arrive next year. That'll really, really help the cause, uh, but with James Tamo going, as we said, he'll be key in their front row moving forward. So a good little re-signing there by the Tigers. Speaking of the Tigers, Isaiah Papali'i the Eels back row has topped the VB hard-earned index leaderboard back-to-back. He won the award in 2021 and again this season. Now, this is incredible. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i came from the New Zealand Warriors a couple of years ago. We all know the narrative. A heap of hype around him. Uh, arrived at the Parramatta Eels with really no one talking about him. Did well in the trials. I remember sitting back and going, fuck, this kid looks like a gun in the trials, but just thought... Surely he can't get a spot in this team with your Madisons, with your Nathan Browns, your Sean Lanes. There just won't be a spot for him. Um, I personally think he's been the best forward in rugby league over the last two years. And I remember about halfway through this NRL season sort of saying, you know what? If it, if IPAP didn't play last year and this was his first year, I think he would once again be the buy of the year. His form in the back row has been incredible. Sean Lane has probably had the, well, he's definitely had the best year of his career. He has been incredible week in, week out. But then you go and compare their numbers and their impact. And I'll tell you what, Isaiah Papali'i still comes out on top of him, which is crazy. I think he set such a high bar last year that we're sort of taking for granted this year. I would argue he's potentially playing better than what he was last year. So crazy for him to win that award two years on the trot. Imagine how much that takes out of his body. And all on top of that, you know, you hear the West Tigers, they've signed him for 600K. What a fucking bargain that is. 
We're not really sure if that report is 100% exact, but with these reports, they tend to be overs rather than unders the reported amount that we've heard. So if 600K is accurate, which I can't imagine they would have got him cheaper than that, I think it's an absolute steal for the West Tigers. So good on them. IPAP is going to arrive there. I think he's going to play on the right edge with Adam Dewey, and they are going to form one hell of a combination out there. Very exciting times. Taylor May. Good God, this one's special. The Panthers' wing is free to play NRL finals despite being found guilty of assault, occasioning bodily harm. Instead, he will be suspended for two games in 2023 and has been fined $7,500 with a 50 with 50% suspended. How the fuck has this possibly happened? I just I understand what Vlandy's trying to do by keeping all the best players playing during the NRL finals, but I really think this is bullshit and it's not fair. If this was at the start of the year, he would have got suspended for those two weeks. I think this is just ridiculous. And you know, there's a lot of fans out there, and, and you guys mention me all the time, who feel like the top teams sort of get favoured a little bit and things fall their way. And when this sort of stuff happens to the very top team, it just seems ridiculous to me. I cannot believe the way that this has played out. If he was playing for the Gold Coast Titans and there was two weeks left in the regular season, he would have got suspended for those two weeks. I just, I understand the whole thing about get the best players playing at the best time, but if you fucking do a crime, you... You know, you do the time, and this is just ridiculous. This is a, it just makes us look like a laughing stock, in my opinion. And Flanders will come back and say, well, we had all the best players playing finals, and I understand that, I get that, but this is just bullshit. Suspend him for the two games that he should be suspended for. Sucks that he missed finals, but he did the wrong thing in the first place. I, I hate the optics around this. It makes our game look so fucking stupid. I just think it's ridiculous. I, I'd love to know what you guys think. Had a look on Twitter and stuff today to get some opinions. No one I spoke to agreed with this decision. I didn't really see anyone else agreeing with the decision on social media as well, so I'm very, very keen to hear what you guys think. Even saw a few Penrith Panthers fans sort of going, I don't know about this one. just seems a bit ridiculous. But Taylor May, he'll be playing this weekend, this Friday night against the Parramatta Eels, and he will miss the first two games of next season. I just, I don't even know why the NRL came out and announced this. They just didn't say anything for another three weeks and they announced it at the start of next season. It's no issue. But because they come out and announce it, and I don't think anyone was asking the question, we've known about this for fucking ages. I didn't really hear anyone saying, what's going to happen to Taylor May? Is he going to be suspended or not? Why not just wait to the end of the season, then announce it? I just, just, oh, I don't know. It just seems so illogical and stupid by the NRL. But I'm sure they have reasons behind their decisions. I assume it's so that all the guys can play finals, but it just seems a bit stupid to me. Lachlan Ilias, the Rabbitohs halfback, has officially re-signed with the club until the end of 2025. Great to see. Saw Braith and Asta. He's obviously with Braith. His, his, that's his manager. Uh, saw them at the announcement and stuff. Great to see. I think Ilias has really uh, come on leaps and bounds as the season has gone on. Hasn't been easy for him filling the shoe of the great Adam Reynolds, uh, but I think he's played his role perfectly. I think his combination with Coleman Tungy has been sensational. His defense has improved as the season's gone on. He has learned a couple of tough lessons, uh, and I'm really enjoying the football he's playing. He got targeted really heavily by the Roosters last week, so this is where I'm very keen to see how he responds to that because he's sort of got his pants pulled down. Um, we know that he is a smaller body. Defensively, he does struggle. It has improved as the season's gone on, uh, but credit to Luke here for getting him one-on-one with Angus Crichton 
way too many times. So interested to see how Ilias and the South Sydney Rabbitohs respond. Getting Campbell Graham back will definitely help, but I love that they've re-signed until the end of 2025, and I genuinely still think he can be the halfback for a long time at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Another half that has signed this week, the Newcastle Knights have officially confirmed the signing of Tyson Gamble on a two-year deal. Interesting one here. Heard rumours of this last week. Wasn't really sure if it was going to play out. Um, obviously, Tyson Gamble had the comments on the podcast about a month or so ago. It all blew up last week. The optics were terrible coming out of that. I like him signing with Newcastle. Apparently, Joey's very, very keen on Tyson. That is what I've heard. So I think if you're going to sign Tyson Gamble, you're going to have him at six. You need to have the right guy next to him. Do they have the right guy in the system right now? I'm not convinced. I think a Pearson and a Gamble combo would have been sensational. You're probably looking at a Clifford Gamble or a Clune and, and Gamble. I probably prefer Clifford and Gamble than Clune and Gamble. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be interesting this one. I, I, no team is worse for having Tyson Gamble in their side. He's got ticker. He's a goer. I love watching him play and love watching what he does. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Brett Kamali, Buzz Rothfield has slammed the Tigers for damaging the coaching career of Brett Kamali. He says they threw him the worst hospital pass in the history of rugby league. I completely agree. From what I've gathered as well, I don't think Brett Kamali is picking this team every week. I think it is picked for him, uh, which makes life very, very difficult. I think that he's been a bit of a scapegoat, and I think it will affect his coaching career moving forward when people look at what happened over the last few weeks, including all the injuries and everything that went on. Um, I think it's bullshit. I think that if Tim Sheens is going to be the coach, next year, why not just make him the coach for the end of this season? Why not just get a head start on that job? I feel like they've thrown a scapegoat in there because they knew it wasn't going to go well. I do feel sorry for Brett Kamali in this situation. Tom Travojevic reports suggest the Dolphins have already reached out to see if Tom and Jake are available following reports of unrest at Manly yesterday. I can't see a world where these boys leave Manly anytime soon, to be honest with you. I definitely can't see them going up to the Dolphins. Um, I think it's all a bit of a beat up, to be honest with you. I can't see these boys leaving Manly. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. Despite all the unrest and everything, I think that they love this club too much. Uh, they're down on the barbecues on the Saturday and Sunday mornings. They're not going anywhere, the Taroyevich boys. I'm not buying this for a second. I'm sure they're not happy about the unrest, uh, but I don't think it'll cause them to go anywhere. So I'm tipping they will stay at the Manly Seagulls. I still think they play their careers out there, to be honest with you. Um, so Dolphins, I think they are next to no hope to be getting their hands on the Trevojeviches, and I think Wayne would be well and truly aware of that. I'd be interested to see where these reports sort of came from. I'm sure there might have been a reach out there to see what's doing, but I don't think either of uh, the Dolphins or the Manly Seagulls or the Trevojevich would, would have taken this seriously at any point. Make sure you follow Clarkie's Rugby League column, guys, to get all your news updates on all your social media platforms every single day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.